We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 98.7 Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Little Sweet Home Alabama, Leonard Skinnert. I love Skinnert. Just, I don't know. Just a nice way to kick off a new year. So Thursday marked one year since U.S. citizens entered the U.S. Capitol building on January 6th, 2021. Some say it was an exercise of free speech. Others say it was an outright invasion or, you know, the, the, the buzzword insurrection. Meanwhile, the obviously partisan January 6th committee seems more interested in blaming the former president than actually preventing another riot like the one we saw one year ago. Joining us now to help reflect on that fateful day is Michael Letts. He's the founder of Invest USA, a charitable organization providing active shooter vests to police and other first responders. Michael, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you on the show, my friend. John, it's always a privilege to be on a show that represents a great part of our country is making a huge impact on making sure that America stays strong and free. I appreciate you, brother. Tell me something. Am I wrong? I, I've watched, I had to hold my nose to do it, but I've watched some of the January 6th committee meetings, and it seems like the focus of the House committee on January 6th seems basically just to be questioning whether President Trump instigated it, whether he aided it, whether he was, I mean, it just seems to me like that's all they want to do is blame Trump and rather than actually get to the bottom of this. Well, you're exactly right. And that's the problem that America has with this committee. They have a narrative, they have a script, they're sticking with it and they have a political objective. And what is that political objective? Well, first of all, it is run by leftists, Marxist Democratic Party members. Yes, communists is what they're looking for to destroy the freedoms that we enjoy. They have now realized that the American people understand that those policies don't work. Look at our economy. Look how it's collapsing. Look at our justice system. Crime is rampant. 
people are living in fear. And so they are suddenly realizing what the Democratic side has promised and what has been delivered are not what we want. And so they're trying to find a way to tear down the perception that conservative values and conservative principles work. We know they do because we had a conservative president in Donald Trump who implemented his policies, and America began to become great again. We begin to become safe. We begin to prosper. We begin to become free like we were supposed to be. And so they have to destroy the public's image that conservative values and conservative people are good for America. And so they're pulling out every stop, not to bring out the truth, not to figure out how to keep things from happening again, but to destroy any element that is viewed as conservative that is done in a favorable light. So no, that's and, why they're taking at all stops that they're doing now. We're not trying to excuse the the criminal behavior, obviously, but you know there, there are over a thousand hours of video from security cameras, for example, throughout the Capitol complex that federal authorities have never released. And you know that's correct. The, the, so the question here is is why? Why isn't you know they, they love showing the videos of the wackadoodles? misbehaving and doing the stuff that they shouldn't have been doing. But why are they picking and choosing? Well, because it plays their narrative, right? Exactly. When you look at it, you look at it in this perspective. They have a narrative they want to portray. So they're going to do what they can to portray that narrative. Well, here's a couple of problems with their narrative. First of all, they knew days in advance because they had expressed a concern. And this is on a sworn testimony. Speaker of the House, the Sergeant at Arms, had expressed a concern over a rally to be held and the prospect that it could bleed over into a disruption to the proceedings in the hand of the House and the Senate at the time. So the calls were made by the National Guard to offer their services through the White House. The president arranged that, and they were declined both times. If there really had been a concern that this was a coup attempt, there would have been a contingency plan in place. It would have been followed precisely. There would have been reserves available. The National Guard would have been on standby. They would have already been mobilized. None of that happened. If this was a coup attempt, it was the worst coup attempt in the world and in history. I mean, it was pathetic. There were no weapons that were brought to the U.S. Capitol. These were simply people that were going to participate in the democratic process. They wanted to watch what their representatives did when it came to certifying the electoral college vote. And instead, there are those who disrupted it and turned it into an event that it simply was not. And what's interesting is, as you mentioned, there are actually 14,000 hours of video that has not been released yet. The only things that we have seen from people who recorded on their cell phones and kept those recordings are pictures of officers opening up doors and inviting people in. That's not the narrative they're looking to portray to us, that there was a massive army bulging through barricades, knocking down walls, knocking down with battering rams to overthrow a government. And so what does these 14,000 hours additionally show that we're unaware of? The fact of the matter is, as I just said, two days before prior, there was communication. Sergeant-at-arms, U.S. Capitol Police, Speaker of the House, where are those communications? Right, How no, come I, those records are not being released. It's a good question, and and I'm glad you brought up the fact that none of the you know so-called insurrectionists had guns or knives, including Ashley Babbitt, the the one you know who who was actually shot and killed by a Capitol police officer. 
And and conversely, I, I'm curious how come, you know, this is a, a Capitol Police officer who's faced no disciplinary action. I, I mean, if this uh, you see this all the time calls for you know, defunding the police immediately after an incident where an officer shoots someone here in this case, you've got an officer shooting someone who is unarmed and there's been no discipline taken. It just I, I it begs to question. It just seems like they're not being faithful here if you're if you're going to truly investigate then instead of wanting to call jim jordan how come they're not calling nancy pelosi i mean she was the buck stops with her doesn't it yeah that's correct and not just her but all of her records those communications are property of the american people they're being done on taxpayer dollars and we have every right to see what was communicated why was it communicated and what was done about it you cannot have a credible law enforcement investigation if you do not have full disclosure and full transparency. In this case, it is lacking tremendously full disclosure and um, full accountability. You use the illustration of the officer being shot. Let's take typical standard procedure. She was unarmed. She was coming through a, a, a broken window, okay? She's not even through the window yet. So she's not set in a position to pose a credible threat to anybody. You cannot use lethal force unless there's a credible threat to yourself or to those around you of imminent danger or imminent death. This doesn't even come close to being that criteria. You always have an outside agency that investigates whenever an officer involves shooting happens and occurs. In this particular case, it was an internal investigation by the U.S. Capitol Police. They didn't even provide any justification for the use of lethal force, Hmm. other than to say it was justified. Well, that never happens in a report. You have to say it was justified for the following reasons and list them. There are no following reasons on this particular report. And so why are we so concerned talking about NDES and why are we leading the charge on this? Because this is a negative reflection on law enforcement across the country. You know, people don't hold the speaker responsible. They don't hold the sergeant in arms. They don't hold the politicians who deliberately have been withholding evidence to thwart a legal investigation. They look at law enforcement. Right. What are you idiots doing? How come you haven't done your job? It's wrong. It gives a wrong perception. And it needs to be corrected. There are not a two-tiered justice system in this country. There's not supposed to be anyway. Well, That's and the position we always take. What does she expect? What does Speaker Pelosi expect? Because uh, I'm sorry, if she had set up an independent, nonpartisan review of the events, I think people would take it credibly. But this, you know, commission that she set together, you, you've got two quote-unquote Republicans uh, on the commission or committee, and I use that term loosely because those two are Republicans in name only at best. Uh, you know, <laughs> what what is she hoping to accomplish from this dog and pony show? Because the way I see it, the way she set it up, no one's going to take any report out of this thing seriously. It's going to be filed in a circular drawer or circular file somewhere, and no one's going to take anything that they come out of it seriously. You are exactly correct. The only thing they're going to get out of it is sound bites to right. further their narrative. Yeah, exactly. But nobody cares about those sound bites because of just what you said. This committee has absolutely no credibility. 
is appointed and controlled by a party who should be being turning over her own records to determine what role she had in this fiasco. So how can it be impartial and how can it be credible when what should have happened was a independent commission, law enforcement commission by an outside agency with full access to all records should have been charged in compiling the truth and then let the truth go wherever it may. Well, that's not what they were interested in. In case my listeners are interested, um, Michael, Invest is a national grassroots nonprofit uh, interest that kind of works to help communities provide thousands of bulletproof vests for law enforcement. If individuals are interested, if they want to assist Invest, they can visit investusa.org, correct? That is correct, and there will be a litter of things they can do. And again, how does it tie into what we're talking about now? Invest started off to make sure that officers could come home safe to their families because we saw what was going on, that there was an attempt to destroy law enforcement across this country, not federal, but state and local law enforcement. Why is that important? Because state and local law enforcement are the tide that stands between anarchy and the ability of the government to disarm its citizens and totally control them. So they have to eliminate us. They have to get rid of us. And so one of the ways they do is just don't fund us with equipment so that we get shot up and killed, knocked off that way. So we created this organization to start to make sure officers were properly protected and had the equipment that they need. But since then, it's evolved and grown into a sound piece, a mouthpiece, to be able to decry when officers and law enforcement are being politicized, falsely portrayed, and being used as pawns to advance political causes of which they have no business putting police and law enforcement in those situations. This is one of them, which is why you see us sounding the cry today. Well, Michael, uh, we back the blue here on this show for sure. Appreciate you again. It's investusa.org. Thank you again for joining us this evening, brother. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you, John, and thank your listeners. God bless you, and God bless America. I should have thought about telling him, uh, thanking him, because this is uh, today is national... Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. Uh, I forgot that. We'll be taking your calls at 845. But coming up after the break, Justin Olson, the former CFO of Turning Point USA, will answer the question, what will 2022 be known for? You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. Did you know that missing your doctor's appointments after your wreck could cause you to lose money from the value of your case? Providers will record missed medical appointments in your medical records, and the insurance company will say that you are not compliant with your treatment. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. Don't go it alone. Call Patterson Legal Group. We'll guide you through the entire process after your wreck to ensure you get the maximum amount of money. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call 5500000. The 65th annual Cars for Charities Rod and Custom Car Show is back and bigger than ever. This is Tim Devlin, president of Cars for Charities, and I'd like to personally invite you to what will be our best show ever this January 14th through 16th inside Century 2. Our Magnificent 7 competition is for cars never before shown in Sedgwick County, and we have the most entries ever from all across the country. 
You'll see some of the best custom cars and hot rods in the nation. Plus, the entire family will love this family event with a free kid zone full of model car building, face painting, inflatables, and more. It's a full day of family fun. Plus, make a huge difference in the community. Our show, with your support, has raised over $1 million for charity over the last 10 years. We've made it easy to avoid the lines at the door by picking up your discounted tickets today at any local Quick Trip. Kids 11 and under are free with paid adult. It's the 65th annual Cars for Charities Rod and Custom Car Show at Century 2, January 14th through 16th. Thank you, Kansas, and we'll see you at the show. This is Wink Hartman, bringing you the Hartman Truth Minute on KNSS Radio. Here's today's Hartman Truth Minute. According to MoneyWise, Kansas ranks as the third worst state for taxing retirees, with property tax, sales tax, and income tax on private retirement income cited as being most unattractive. Only Connecticut and Nebraska perform worse than Kansas. ARP says 12 states don't tax retirement income. Nine of them don't have a state income tax at all. And the other three, Illinois, Pennsylvania, and Mississippi, exempt retirement income from taxation. Kansas had a net loss of 12,357 residents in 2019 that represented 4.24% of the population and ranked Kansas 41st for percentage loss. I know you agree with me. I'm tired of being at the bottom of the statistical list. High income taxes, high property taxes, and the worst of them all, high sales tax. We know when people are deciding where to locate, the extremely high taxes in Kansas does not work. We can make corrections and do a better job for the prosperity of all Kansans. This is the Hartman Truth Minute. Visit Crosswinds Casino for Thunder Thursdays. Earn 250 points for a chance to receive two tickets to see the Wichita Thunder play the KC Mavericks on the 23rd. Plus, enter to win a jersey, more tickets, and free play. Crosswinds Casino. So close, so fun, so much more. I-135, exit 16. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. 
You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and share The John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. So many are already saying that 2021 will go down as the year of the parent. We saw that certainly in all across the state and school board elections. The year that parents got to see their children's lives from a lens never before seen. Instead of sitting idly by as schools and governments tried to brainwash their children from pre-K and up, parents finally fought back. So what will the year of 2022 be known for? Will it be the year people fought back against, you know, governmental overreach? The year small businesses stood up and said enough? Or will it be more mandates, more lockdowns, etc.? Joining us now to answer some of those questions is Justin Olson. He is the former CFO of Turning Point USA and a U.S. Senate candidate for the state of Arizona running against Democrat Mark Kelly. Justin, thank you for joining us this evening, my friend. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, you, you've got a good question here, this, you know, what will 2022 be known for? And you know, we, we've had some economic guests on before, economists on, to kind of give us predictions what they think the economy will look like. But as just as an overall theme, it, it does prompt us to wonder, especially, you know, with COVID and everything else, I'm curious what you think. I mean, what's your forecast? What does 2022 look like to you? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I'm optimistic about 2022. I think that this is going to be the year that Americans stand up and fight for the principles that made our country great, the principles that are established in our Constitution, principles of freedom, of rugged individualism, you know, I live in Arizona, you guys there in Kansas. You know, the, the West was established by pioneers who sought to be free from government intrusion in their lives. And yet now we as Americans are on the brink. And the radical left has taken over Washington, D.C. And they're trying to take us down that path of big government, that path that we've seen fail countless times, time and time again. And if we don't stand up and defend our Constitution, defend our freedoms, then we're going to go down that same path. So that's what I predict for 2022. It's going to be the year when hardworking Americans stand up and say, you know what? We believe in America. We believe in the principles that our country was founded on, and we're going to defend them. I, I sure hope you're right, Justin. I mean, just this week we saw the teachers unions in Chicago hold up school again and say, no, nah, we're going to lock down the schools. We're sending the kids home until I think it was a, the 18th or something. They walked out. I, I mean, it's just, are we going to start down that whole path again? We we saw two years of our kids and our grandkids having you know regressed educationally due to this type of behavior, you know, extortion from teachers unions. And here we go again at the start of another school year. A teacher's union is starting to extort our children. Yeah, especially in these areas that are controlled by the radical left, you know, and folks across the country are waking up and they're saying, that's not what we want for our children. You know, this has been the uh, an opportunity for parents to recognize how important school choice is, that parents need to be in control of what their children are learning. They should not be indoctrinated by the radical left 
in our school system. You know, my opponent for the U.S. Senate, Mark Kelly, actually voted to allow critical race theory to be taught in our schools. I mean, this is a divisive indoctrination. It's offensive to Martin Luther King's dream that we should be judged on the content of our character, not on the color of our skin. And yet that's what the radical left is voting for in Washington, D.C. And parents are fed up. They said, look, this is enough. And that's why in Virginia and in New Jersey, we saw the election results in November. You know, parents threw out the Democrat candidate for governor because he made it clear that he didn't think that parents should be involved in their kids' education. And parents said, well, do you know what? We don't think you should be involved in our right. kids' education. And they sent him packing. Yeah, our, our governor here in Kansas says critical race theory is a nothing burger. So it, you know, it's the same. Yeah, that mindset is is amazing. Let me ask you this. How about small business? Because you saw, you know, on his way out the door, of course, Bill de Blasio in New York came up with his small business mandate where now all small businesses are going to have to have all their employees vaccinated. They're, they're doing the whole mandates on masking and things like that. I, at some point, is 2022 going to be the year where finally businesses stand up to? Because I've talked to small business owners here in Wichita that are just saying no. I mean, if, if the if the Wichita City Council comes up with some cockamamie mask mandate or vaccine mandate, they're not going to enforce it and they're not going to comply. And I think at some point America is going to have to start doing that in order to stop. You know, if Joe Biden comes out with his domestic travel vaccine mandate. I think we have to just start saying no. You're absolutely right. We've got to stand up for freedom. You know, we cannot allow the big government liberals to to walk all over us and trample our constitutional freedoms. And that's what they've been doing, you know, telling folks that they can't go to church. I mean, this is a constitutional First Amendment right, and it's something that's critical for our society, telling kids that they can't go to school, they can't play in parks. I mean, it's unbelievable what the big government liberals have tried to do over the last year and and continuing into this year. And so, yes, you're absolutely right. As small businesses, as individuals, we need to stand up and we need to make our voices heard. You know, it's like Patrick Henry is, is, uh, you know, freedom is something that we've got to fight for. You know, we're not going to uh, put ourselves into a position where we give up our constitutional freedoms for our safety or our security. No, we should champion our freedom. And at some times and at some points, it even involves taking on some personal risk, if that's what's necessary to ensure that we protect our Constitution. If it means, look, I might risk my business getting a violation from the government because what am I doing? I'm standing up for free markets and free economy. I'm showing up to work even when the big government liberals are telling me that I can't. Sometimes you've got to take on that civil disobedience and stand up for what's right. We're we're talking with Arizona Senate candidate Justin Olson. I, I'm glad you brought up that issue of you know standing up because you know we've got these court cases that are pending, and for example, Biden's vaccine mandate that's all on hold right now. But you never know how these court cases may come out and. I mean, already now, you know, Dr. Fraudchi is talking about boosters again, and we may need fourth boosters and fifth boosters. And I saw, oh, was, I think it was the Today Show. They were they were showing children how they can wear two masks 
throughout school and when they were showing showing parents how to help their children wear two masks all day at school and I, and I'm just sitting here thinking you know how long are we going to put up with four or five boosters and wearing masks making children wear masks all day at school at some point it's just this is it's becoming crazy all of this hysteria and then you're going to have new variants and super variants and am i wrong or is this just it's it's just the fear-mongering is getting insane no you're absolutely right you know the the mandates have got to be something of the past let's leave the mask mandates let's leave the vaccine mandates in 2021 you know, the mandate that Joe Biden put in place that workers at businesses that have more than 100 employees have to get the vaccine, it's 100 percent unconstitutional. And so what I did as a statewide elected official here in Arizona is I stood up and said, look, any of the corporations that are operating under the jurisdiction or the regulation of the Corporation Commission that I serve on, we are making a rule that prohibits you from making a mandatory vaccination a condition of employment. Nobody should be compelled to put something into their body that they don't uh, agree to putting into their body. It is absolutely appropriate that anyone who chooses to wear a mask or chooses to receive the vaccine should be able to do so. But nobody should be compelled to, and it's unconstitutional for Biden to think that he can force folks to make a choice between receiving a forced vaccination, or keeping their jobs. So that's what we did. We stood up and we said, you know what, Joe Biden and your unconstitutional mandate, you can pound sand. We're <laughs> going to stand for freedom here in Arizona. So let's talk politics 2022. Uh, you've got midterm election predictions. Is Kamala Harris going to solve the border crisis in 2022? Let's give us Give us some of those predictions. Oh, my gosh. The border crisis is an absolute disaster. You know, she's she's going to fix it, right? She'll fix it. Yeah, she, she'll, she'll fix it. You know, just like they, they destroyed it. You know, I mean, the solution's not difficult. You know, let's just put back in place the policies of the Trump administration that were extremely successful at decreasing the draw of illegal immigration. Because he said, you know what? If you want to claim asylum, great. You've got to stay in Mexico to process your claim. And the Biden administration repealed the Remain in Mexico policy. And what did we see? We saw the floodgates of immigrants coming here illegally to claim asylum. And what do they do? Well, once they show up, they utter the magic words that I'm here to seek asylum. And then they're released into the interior. They don't even have to show up for their court date. So that's step one. Put back in place the Remain in Mexico policy. Step two is we've got to finish the wall. We've already got the supplies that were purchased and they're sitting there in the desert. Let's construct that wall. Let's finish the wall. We've got to properly fund the border patrol. And most importantly, we need a universal e-verify requirement for employers. And this will dramatically decrease that draw of illegal immigration that's coming here to work. And then the border patrol will be able to effectively get control of the border and stop that criminal element that's coming across and trafficking and humans and drugs, drugs that are killing Americans. You know, it breaks my heart to see that Fentanyl trafficked across our border is up 134% this year alone. And it's because of the chaos that's been created at the border because of the Biden's, because of Biden's failed policies. It gives that cover to the drug cartels and they're able to traffic these substances into our country. And these substances are killing Americans. We've got to put a stop to this. We've got to secure our borders. Well, I'm assuming 
that your prediction for the midterms is a is a red wave. Let's hope it starts in Arizona. If folks are interested, it's votejustinolson.com if they want to get a little information or more importantly if they want to send you a little cash. I know, you know, they obviously we can't vote for you because we're not in Arizona, but they, you know, you certainly you could use a little bit of cash if they want some more information or help you out in any way they can. We could certainly help. It's votejustinolson.com, correct? That's exactly right. Yeah, your audience can make a difference. You know, the battle for Republican control of the Senate runs straight through Arizona. And we can get this done. We can beat Mark Kelly. We can win back Republican control of the Senate. And we can create a stronger defense against the damage that the radical left is trying to do to our country. But I can't do it without your help. So, yes, if your audience can go to the website and make a a $5, a $10, $25 contribution today, that would be extremely helpful. Well, Justin, thank you again for joining us. I, I, we love Turning Point. We actually just got our first Turning Point USA chapter here in Kansas at Wichita T- State University uh, just last year, as a matter of fact. And the socialists on campus did everything they could to prevent us from getting the chapter. So uh, you've got a, a, a soft spot in my heart, brother. I appreciate you. Carry on the fight, brother. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. We're going to pay a few bills, and when we return, we'll check in with Representative Blake Carpenter about having to miss the 2022 legislative session due to his Air Force deployment. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Odyssey is looking for an experienced digital and radio account executive to join our team. Odyssey seeks an experienced, self-motivated sales professional to develop and sell advertising and marketing campaigns to new and existing clients with an emphasis on new business development and digital sales. The account executive will use a wide variety of Odyssey's products in their portfolio to solicit businesses for advertising in their on-air, non-traditional, and digital platforms. If you are interested in a career in radio, submit your resume to odysseyinc.com careers. We are an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer. At Hutton, we don't just design, build, and provide facility services for commercial and industrial construction projects. We build life into our team members' dreams, our clients' visions, and your community's future. Together, we innovate to overcome the challenges of the day. Together, we build a brighter future than the past we left behind. Together, we build. Find out more about our commitment to clients and communities at TogetherWeBuild.com. Weather is brought to you by Everyday Wealth on KNSS and Edelman Financial Engines. Clear skies this evening and definitely a chilly night ahead. 21 degrees for the low, a light southwest wind of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Grab those sunglasses for Monday. Plenty of sunshine, 48 degrees, a light southwest wind. Warmer readings on the way for Tuesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Fighting Yankee Man. I love mom and apple pie and the freedoms that we all enjoy across this beautiful land. I worked hard and I fight hard. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app. 
or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So yesterday, the Republican Precinct Committee Men and Women came together in uh, District 81 to elect Leah Howell to temporarily fill the District 81 House seat for the 2022 session while Representative Blake Carpenter finishes his current military deployment. Joining us now from Goodfellow Air Force Base in Texas is Blake Carpenter. Blake, thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, John. Thanks for having me on. And, you know, that's the first time in a while that I've called you Blake Carpenter and not Representative Blake Carpenter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is technically true now, right? Well, I guess... Even though I'm no longer in office, I still hold the title, just like everybody else that's you know been president and so on and so forth. So yeah, nobody but, calls me representative right. anymore, so you don't get it either, buddy. For the next few oh, okay. months, you're just lieutenant <laughs> or or air marshal, right. as I like to call you. <laughs> I'll, I'll take lieutenant. That's a good title. <laughs> so uh, when your constituents first read your press release about resigning your seat. There must have been a ton of questions, um, and, and I'm, you know the press hasn't covered it. I thought somebody, I thought the Eagle might, you know, write that because it's something that hasn't happened, and as far as I know, it hasn't happened in quite a while. Can you explain exactly what happened and how this process laid out? Yeah, absolutely. So since 1941, Kansas has had a law on the books that allows military members, not just legislators, anybody who's in the military who's an elected official from mayor, city councilman, school board, county commissioner, legislator, uh, statewide position, this law applies to everybody. And so if you're a person that's in the military and you get called away from military duties, then you actually have the ability to have somebody fill your position until you can return from those duties. However, if, say, the 2020 election came and went and I still hadn't returned and I didn't put my name on the ballot or anything like that, and somebody else was elected, then that new person who was elected would then be the representative. However, if an election doesn't take place between now and when I get back, then upon my return, I have the ability to then resume my representative duties, which is what's happening in this instance. And your current deployment ends roughly, what, March, something like that, April, May, something along that those lines? Yeah, it's, it's the beginning of May. And, and from what I'm hearing, it sounds like they're going to be pushing to be done around that time frame. So I wouldn't be surprised if I get back right around the time that the 2022 legislative session's wrapping up. So Leah Howell uh, will fill your seat until the deployment ends. She is, however, required to vacate, right? I mean, so you're not going to have any issues there. But I talked to uh, Jim. I I I couldn't didn't, couldn't get in touch with Leah before the show, but I talked to Jim, and he kind of relayed some of her plans. She's really planning to kind of coordinate with you a little bit and and get your thoughts on things. And I know she's she views this as, look, I'm just sort of the placeholder. He's the representative. I'm not expecting her to make any wild, you know, diversions off of the way you would govern, the way you would legislate. Well, the great thing about this, John, is that the Republican precinct committee people who elected her were looking for a common sense conservative to fill the position while I'm away. And so I think that you're going to see her make great 
yeah, me too. for the district. And I think that she's going to be a fantastic representative, whether I'm giving her advice or not. And so I think that she can stand alone on her own merits uh, in that regard. But I think you know as well as I do that whenever a new legislator typically tends to enter into the legislature, they typically tend to lean on their predecessor. And actually, that's what I ended up doing when I first got elected. Uh, Jim Howell, uh, her husband, was my predecessor. And so I leaned on him quite a bit for that first session on just, hey, I just need some advice. Can you help me out? And so I think that that is just something that you kind of gain as you go into the legislature and people are willing to help you out and give you advice. And that's what I'm more than happy to do to help her try to be the best representative she can be for the residents of District 81 while I'm away. Well, and House Republicans also now have to replace you as majority whip, right? They'll do that probably Monday. Yes. Uh, so right now um, I am, as you said, in, in leadership. And so I've resigned that position as well um, and also my chairmanship. And so everything that I held or was a part of is going to other people. And so they will be having a new uh, House Majority Whip election, I believe, on probably Monday when they first get back and they all come in at two o'clock. It'll be interesting to watch. Um this is, you know, this has been a while. I've had the opportunity now to sit back and watch sessions from the sidelines. This will be kind of interesting for you to watch it being, you know, being outside of the process and yet still having that pipeline of information. Any predictions for the session? I know we talked to Dan Hawkins last week and he talked about, you know, a, a pretty rapid session. I know they're wanting to get out early. Is that kind of what you're hearing as well? That is what I'm hearing. Um, you know, we're, we're getting ready to all gear up for a fight to take out our current serving governor. Yes, um, amen to you that. know, we're yeah. So I think that right now the Republicans are very motivated. We also had record fundraising numbers this last year for the House Republicans. And so we're ready to defend our seats and then also push our advantage that I think we're going to have in this this election cycle. And so because of that, I think that we're going to see a nice little red, red wave happen here in the, in the state of Kansas. And so I think that's going to be a boon. As to what they're going to focus on, I think that you're going to see redistricting efforts. Uh, that's going to play the, a key part in this session because that is the one thing that they really have to do uh, because of the census numbers that just came back. And so you're going to probably see some districts change. Uh, there's some rural districts that are going to be gotten rid of because they don't have enough populations. And those districts are going to move to Johnson County and Sedgwick County. And then I think that uh, because we have such a major surplus right now in the state of Kansas, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some uh, bills that are floated in order to try to pay down the capers debt that has been accrued over decades and then or even some tax relief. Yeah, I just saw Derek Schmidt just released a, a proposal to spend a billion dollars paying down that capers debt. I think it's a great idea. Uh, Dave and I were talking during the break that. You know, I mean, obviously, it's hard to get legislators not to spend that kind of money. But if you're going to spend it, at least pay down the debt, you know. Well, and that's that's a key point there. You know, while it might sound like reckless spending, it's actually very wise spending. And, the, and why I say that is because it actually saves us 
hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in the out years because of that unfunded liability. Right. So it actually ends up saving taxpayers a lot more money in the long run. I, I think you'll recall that Governor Kelly wanted to borrow or basically re-amortize, yeah. push, yeah, re-amortize that fund. And it, she would have only gotten like $150 million, but it would have caused like another $5.5 billion of debt into that fund. And so if you look at it, just that billion dollars going in at the front end pays off dividends in the back. Yeah, no, it's it's just like paying off your mortgage early. The more extra payments you make, the better that pays you off in the end. Now, granted, it's not the you know fancy bling. You're not driving around in a new car, but at the same time, you're owning your home earlier than you're than you're planning to. You so it it it's it's the conserve it's the fiscally conservative smart thing to do. Um, well, I also the less debt we can have, the better. I'm a big yeah. fan of Dave Ramsey. So yeah, me too. Um, just so that people know, what what do you? And I know you probably can't tell us a whole lot, but you're deployed right now. You're down in Texas. Can you give us a little bit of information about what you're up to? I know it's a somewhat classified position, but. Yeah, so right now, I, I mean, the, the details, unfortunately, are going to be a little skimpy, you know. Um, so I, I am working towards uh, obtaining a position there within the Kansas Air National Guard. Um currently away right now hammering out those details, and then I'll come home and uh, carry out that mission once I get home, which which means that I'll deploy in place in the future. Nice, nice, vague, non-answer from a former politician, since right now you're <laughs> technically a former politician. Blake, I know you're going to continue to post on your social media accounts about, you know, things that are happening in Topeka. So if folks want to, you know, follow you, they can find you at carpenterforkansas.com. They can find you on Facebook as well, right, brother? Yeah, I'm going to continue to still post things. I'm still going to be active on social media. And, uh, you know, I'm still going to be following the legislative session very closely uh, because I am intending to run for office again this uh, 2022 election cycle. Good, good. Well, we'll need you back. And in the meantime, I have no idea what you're doing down in Texas, but keep up the good work, brother. (laughs) All right. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you, brother. We'll take a quick break. And then we want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open 316 869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Tired of the radio hype guy emphasizing the too-good-to-be-true car payment? Then the talk-so-fast-you-can't-understand-him guy delivers the details about what you'll owe up front? At Midwest Kia, we continue to reimagine the way a car dealership should be, so we thought we'd start right here. And as part of our promise to provide a better way to buy in 2022, we're hyping the things that we can deliver on, like exceptional value, new car inventory arriving daily, transparent pricing, plus Kia's amazing 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. Now that's how a car dealership keeps it simple. <laughs> and we're going to give the talk so fast you can't understand it guy some well-deserved time off. Midwest Kia, simple, transparent, fast, a better way to buy. Visit Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com and you'll see why more people are singing. We want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Oh, well, that was easy. But what do we do with these last few seconds? Oh, wait. Uh, warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See dealer for details. Wealth isn't simply about money. It's more than just the numbers in your portfolio or your bank account. Wealth is all the everyday things that money enables you to do, the goals you're after, the things you want to accomplish, 
and the life you want to lead. So how do you get there? Starting the weekend of January 1st, listen to Everyday Wealth with Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky, presented by Edelman Financial Engines. Each week, award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and personal finance expert Gene Chatsky will explore how our financial decisions shape our everyday lives. They'll be joined by Edelman Financial Engines wealth planners and other guests to demystify challenges like tax-efficient investing, retirement planning, and more. They'll share knowledge and tools to manage your finances today and build wealth for tomorrow. Join the conversation. Everyday Wealth airs each weekend and will be available on major podcast platforms. For airtimes, visit everydaywealth.com. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Make sure you download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS radio if you're ever away from home. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the KNSS Facebook page, the John Whitmer Show Facebook page, and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Uh, You know, Dave, it's been a while since we've had uh, a Democrat on the show, Um, and not for lack of trying. I I just, I mean, the last one I think we had on was Aaron Coleman, had a few others. Right, a few. Um, But I should reach out to the D's, but I don't know if you saw this week, um, that House Minority Leader um, uh, Tom Sawyer announced the Democrats' plan uh, for the session. They laid out their legislative yeah, agenda. I saw that. Right, which is a, a complete you know, act of futility because <laughs> you're, you're the minority. You're not going to get any vote. It's whatever. It's like, okay, fine. Thank yeah. you for playing. Go along. It's like, you know, the little child comes in. Okay, pat him on the head and send him off to bed. At any rate, so Tom <laughs> Sawyer rolls out their plan. And what's funny is the way the media covers it. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Channel 12. And Kansas could see two new issues on the ballot in November 2022, marijuana legalization and Medicaid expansion. That's the headline. Right. And that's the way they covered it. So the Democrats have proposed modifying the Kansas Constitution to legalize recreational and medical marijuana Uh and expanding Medicaid. Right. Okay. We barely... (laughs) got the 84 votes necessary to put the value them both constitutional amendment on a ballot. We, I mean, it's, it's so hard to get an 84 vote majority, which is what's required to change our constitution, to put it on the ballot. Okay. Yep. Okay. There are 40 Democrats. Where are they getting the other 44 votes? Okay, They're not getting them. That's a good question, John. Right. So why is Channel 12, the media, the local TV news, the Wichita Eagle, why do they give this story so much credit? You could see these on the Constitution. No, you couldn't. They'll never get them. You will never see those on the Constitution because they can't get the votes. Now, if they could get Medicaid expansion, they'd have passed it already. Right. If they could legalize recreational marijuana, same thing. You certainly they can barely get to sixty three. They certainly can't get to eighty four. And it just makes you laugh as I watch the news on some. It's like, why don't you just be honest with folks and say, yeah, this is their try, and it's going to fail. <laughs> 
Well, it's it's very interesting. You know, people are interested in this topic, I think. And that's I, why you have to, you know, that's got to be the headline. You're like, oh, really? You know, maybe maybe it'll happen? or Yeah, and or monkeys knows? might fly but, out my, right. you know. <laughs> I mean, it's... No, where, John? What were you gonna... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't finish that statement, please. <laughs> I mean, it's this is why people don't trust the media. Because they hear that and they think, oh, wow, we might see these. No, you won't see them. But the media makes it out like this is a real possibility instead of being honest and saying, well, this is the Democrat proposals that, you know, in reality won't even get a hearing probably. I guarantee you Medicaid expansion won't get a hearing. Didn't this come up last year? I feel like we talked about it a few times. They passed, the House passed medical marijuana. Oh, that's right. A very limited, and and then they they passed it, went it to the Senate. I have spoken to leaders in the Senate. We'll just say nice, vague leaders in the Senate. Okay. High up leaders in the Senate. All right. I can tell you with grave certainty that bill is dead on arrival. There, There will not, you will not see a vote in the Kansas Senate or in the House this year on marijuana. Okay. It's an election year. Yeah. Oh, and there you go. Good they point. don't want to deal with yeah. it again. Yeah. They t- they did it last. The House did it last year. The Senate doesn't even want to touch it. So that's dead. They may hold a hearing. Mm-hmm. There will be no vote on medical marijuana. Well, there you go. There'll never be a vote on legalized with this current House and Senate mix. Okay. And medic and and Medicaid expansion is dead beyond dead. So I mean, let's just be honest. Move on. I, I guess what frustrates me with them with these Democrats proposing this kind of stuff is you're not being you're being disingenuous mm-hmm. to even your constituents. You keep pushing it. It'd be like me wanting to, you know, have a four day work week. <laughs> I could keep trying, but it's never yeah. going to happen. So why don't I just commit to having a five day work week and maybe shortening work hours to you know, six hours a day instead of seven or whatever. You see what I mean? It's Yeah, right. I guess you, you just throw things out there and see what sticks. But I, you they know. keep throwing the same stuff True. out. They do. And it never sticks. <laughs> it's what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same yeah. thing over and over again and expecting different results. I, I don't know. I just I saw this news coverage and it just sort of made me chuckle that once again, they're going back to the same old playbook, knowing full well that they're not going to accomplish it. But... I guess it's, you know, it's their base, yep, and it's what helps drive out their voters. So go figure. All right. I'll well, next figure. Sunday, unless the Chiefs are playing uh, on Sunday night, we'll be here. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.